Well, hey, welcome to the Pondo Podcast. Um, this is the Camp Stream uh, edition track of the podcast, whatever you want to call it. And um, I'm sitting here with my friend Caitlin, and we're actually in a hotel room. I think that like that needs to be stated. Um, the Pondo team is actually out here for a recruiting trip um, at GCU. So we are in Lopes Phoenix, up. Arizona. So Caitlin, say hello. What's up, Pondo Podcast? I love Pondo so much. So happy to be here. Talk yeah. about how good God is today. Yeah, yeah, so fun. Um, Caitlin, tell uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What does life currently look like? Um, and then uh, here, let's just go with this one. What is your favorite thing about working at GCU? Yeah. So just like you mentioned, I work at GCU mm-hmm. currently. I actually just graduated from GCU with my degree in psychology. So um, I did it in three years because GCU Whoa. loves to do fast tracks. So that's awesome. Um, definitely save money in the long run. Um, so I was a GCU student. I am born and raised in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, I went to a Christian school my whole life. Fun little fact. Um, for 14 years. So that was the majority of my life was spent there. Um, but I, I loved I loved um i went to gcu for three years i graduated with degree in psychology now work there as a student services counselor so i work with traditional on-ground students um, that are pursuing their bachelor's degree so So i have around 200 students they are uh, just the best they are um just on fire for the lord and figuring out what their passion is for life and so getting to walk alongside them and like figure those things out is such a treat that's so, so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, I think about, I didn't have the typical, um, even desired like college experience. Um, just didn't know what I wanted to do, yeah. you know? And, but man, I remember those moments of like going to meet with my like advisor. Yeah. Um, and uh, them being so quick to be like, Cody, slow down. Yep. You know, like they're just, those are important <laughs> people to have. So that's really cool that you get that opportunity. Yeah. So um, with your position, uh, you're helping these students not just like figure out where they want to go, but you're also helping them like figure out how to make that happen. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Very yeah. cool. So this like naturally leads us into why you were on the Pondo Podcast Campstream Edition, um, because you served on our summer camp team for 2021. Correct. And I would say that probably one of your best contributions to the team was not just helping students figure out like what's next and around the corner and how to use their gifts and skills to like pursue the Lord. But I'd say like you inspired our summer staff, like our other like, yeah, other staffers do that as well. That's so cool. What do you think, like, like when did that come alive for you? When did you start kind of putting the pieces together of like, hey, I wanna help people pursue their dreams, but also maybe give them some direction on how to, to do that practically? Yeah. Before it even focused into that, um, even growing up, you know, the classic question of mm-hmm. what do you want to be when no, you grow up? No. Um, I never really knew. I just, the one answer that I think was just crystal clear in my mind that the Lord just clearly he designed me for was to help people. Mm. And that's that's the only thing that I was certain of. Yeah. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what outlet that would end up 
being in the long run. Um, I just knew that I wanted to help people and that's always been my heart. Yeah. Um, and so that's led into a lot of really cool ministry roles mm. that have helped really develop my heart and just passion for um, right now. I mean, just junior high, high school students also into kind yeah. of some college age students as that's my job. But a lot of my ministry has looked like junior high, high school and um, just teenagers mm. and then early adulthood um, and just some of the experiences that the Lord let me go through yeah. so that I can be a witness of just how faithful God is and that there's there's light at the end of the tunnel yeah, for those yeah. situations. No, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and I would even say that, you know, young adult ministry, college ministry, sometimes it just feels like youth ministry without parents around. Exactly. You know, like <laughs> it, it really can, does. It yeah. can be like that. Yeah. Which in a way is so exciting because all those things that those students have kind of been not necessarily like pressured into, right. but you know, there is kind of a standard and, and a direction that other people speak over their lives. And so when they finally step out of the house, when they finally step out of that maybe hometown city, get to college and be like, oh, now I get to make some decisions to have people like yourself yeah. come alongside and help be a guide and to have a kingdom mindset perspective in yeah. the midst of that. Like that's huge. So that's yeah. really cool. So, so like we said, let's take it back to your time with Pondo this past mm -hmm. summer. That's a unique story. Yeah. Um, so tell us about that. Um, I was there for it. Yeah. But, but I think these people need to to hear um, stories like this because for me, I, I think it speaks to the importance of camp ministry mm -hmm. to know that there's people like yourself who are doing it like week in, week out um, in the context of a local church, at mm -hmm. a youth ministry, things like that. But then you have this cool opportunity to step away from that for a little bit. And I won't yeah. share too many details, but um, camp is so unique in the fact that it provides this very neutral space mm -hmm. um, on the mountain where you're just like completely submerged in uh, a culture where people like are pursuing the Lord. Um, even if they're not pursuing the Lord, I feel like they still encounter him oh, totally. in some real ways. Um, you're surrounded by like a staff that they just want you to have fun yep. and meet Jesus. Um, you get to eat like Chef Rob's food. Oh yeah, like, there's we just, love there's Chef just, Rob. <laughs> yeah, there's just so many cool aspects to camp. So um, tell us about what was your interaction with Pondo and then um, what did that lead to? Um, yeah, let's go from there. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I actually have been um, in ministry for my whole life. So I grew up in the church, um, was a classic church kid. Mm. I went to the same church primarily really my entire life um bethany bible church shout out um <laughs> anyway so i was the classic junior high high school kid would always go to summer camps um and around the time that i entered into junior high was the very first year that we discovered camp pondo mm. and so i came as um just coming out of my sixth grade year going into seventh grade headed up to camp pondo for the very first time um and from then on out, I think that I had been as a camper around like seven-ish times, mm. um, which each experience was different. They all kind of blend together as, you know, you grow up and go through the years. Um, but 
I remember a very specific moment around I think I was entering into my junior year of high school I just come out of my sophomore year and my sophomore year was the year that my dad left my family Mm. Um, I had come to terms with a lot of the emotional abuse that was going on in my home um, and verbal abuse that had Mm. been taking place for years that I'd never had really come to terms with because I was a kid like I didn't really know any different Um, but when my dad had left I think a lot of things ended up coming to the surface very anxious, mm. very depressed. Mm. Um, and so camp, walking into camp was completely different. Yeah. I just had a, like a view of grief that I had never known before mm. and wrestling with that with the Lord. Like, Lord, what does this look like? And why am I going through this? Mm. Why is my family going through this? Knowing, you know, like the fundamental things that you learn as a kid growing up in the church that God is good, right? Mm. And that he loves us, that he wants the best for his kids. Mm. You knowing that that was still true, just trying to fathom how the both of those things could coincide. Mm-hmm. So walking into camp obviously had a lot on my mind, a lot on my heart. Um, and I remember this specific moment. And I think it was right after um, Wednesday night chapel, we headed into church time which is really awesome time Mm. if you've ever been to camp pondo um i feel like notoriously no matter what Mm. church that you go to it's just such a special time um Mm. with the group and um walking back up to my cabin i was alone and i was just talking out loud (laughs) with the lord and no one was around me and i'm like i don't even remember what i said but it was so clear in my heart that like lord you are with me Mm. you've never left me and we will get through this together. Mm. And I don't know really what that looks like, Mm. but I know that you will be faithful and that the things that I'm going through right now have purpose and that you're going to use it. And something that I know that I've mentioned to you, my circumstances didn't change at all. Um, I still continue to kind of struggle with some mental health things for the next couple years Mm. um, until the Lord really freed me from that kind of around college time. Um, But I my perspective did a 180. Um, It was no longer this hopelessness. And I like knowing in my head that the Lord is good, but in Mm. my heart, not really believing that. But my head and my heart, it it clicked into place. And not only knowing it, but believing it. Mm. Um, And so that was one of the most unique things as a camper. Moving into then um, when I was a freshman, in college, I decided, you know, I my time with student ministries isn't really over. And I'd been serving in some capacities even as a high school student, but I talked with my youth pastor at the time and we both agreed that um, I, I could co-lead um, with a girl that was also leading when I was a high school student that had been around for a while mm-hmm. um, for a freshman group. Mm-hmm. And I think I had decided then and there like, okay, I, I'm going to be in college for the next at least few years. Like, I'm going to stick around for this. Yep. Um, just, you know, trying to limit turnover and these girls getting a lot of different leaders. And, you know, if they're being vulnerable, you want to stick around, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I had started that in my freshman year of college, just a couple months into when I had started college and um, had gone the first year with them. Went to Camp Fondo again um, yeah. as a leader this time, which yep. was in 20. 
2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the year before the world shut down. Um, and so that was such a unique experience. Then coming back then as a leader mm-hmm. um, and, and being able to have that year to really invest and pour into these girls that a lot of them were kind of going through some similar things that I had really just been through. Mm-hmm. And so it was a quick turnaround of like, wow, the Lord is faithful and he's yeah. already using my story yep. already. Yep. And it hasn't been that much time and some of the things still kind of babbling with. Mm. Um, and so that was a really unique experience. Obviously 2020, that yep. was a different year. So camp didn't really happen. Chaos. Nothing really happened. Yeah. Um, and so it was a big moment of pause. Um, coming into this year, I graduated in April. I had a lot of questions swirling in my mind. I was working um, at like a retail store for the last couple of years part time and had done some other, you know, coaching, choreography gigs, stuff like that. Um, But just knowing that the Lord had me with junior high and high school students specifically, and I knew that I wanted to do that, um, but just not really knowing what my future looked like. Mm -hmm. Really wanted to work at GCU because I love GCU, love their mission. Um, I knew that I wanted to serve there, potentially Mm -hmm. have a master's opportunity Um, and so I started praying about that um, kind of heading into March pulled up Camp Pondo's website thinking I have been doing summer school this would maybe be a summer if I don't find a job where I can work almost like looked at the application page and I was like I just I don't know I and I closed out of it and I was just like I don't know Lord like I really just don't know what you have for me yeah um cut to then a couple months later graduated um went up with my students had a couple different job interviews both of those fell through um very similar to my position and even throughout the company just like wasn't the what the lord had for me yeah um and even just being specific in the people that i was with um and so i had told my youth pastor hey i will totally come up to camp pondo had told him he's new so i was like hey listen we have to go to camp pondo yeah um you'll win all of our students over if we go to camp pondo and i would love to come with and so um he's like absolutely yes come with and I had gotten up there with my church. It was week one of camp, yeah. very first week, because yeah. it was cheaper. Um, <laughs> and and um, we get up there, and the week is moving along swimmingly. A little bit of a smaller group, but it was yeah. awesome in its own unique and special way. Mm-hmm. And I remember I had known of you, um, but we didn't really know each other very well. I don't think so. No. no. And we had a couple conversations, you know, maybe throughout the first couple of days. And I think it was on a Wednesday mm-hmm. of that first camp week that it was early in the morning. I was so thrilled that you opened up a coffee cart because <laughs> I'm obsessed with coffee. Yeah. Um, big coffee connoisseur. And so I had gotten up early to go get our leader coffee, yeah. um, as one does. And um, I remember you pulled me aside and you're like, hey, do you or anyone else from your church, do you need a job? And I was thinking like, funny you ask this because, you know, I obviously, I still have this part-time job home. So it's not like I'm jobless, Mm -hmm. but also I, (laughs) hello, this has been the conversations I've had with the Lord for the past bit. Um, Like, well, 
kind of um but something you know like post-graduation i don't really know what that looks like but i kind of knew where you were going with that Mm -hmm. i dreamed of working at camp hondo for the longest time um i think that same year where i really had that come to jesus moment with the lord just like understanding purpose um was also like man camp hondo's rad i want to come work here one day Mm -hmm. um so was always lingering in my mind and you sure enough had said well, we would we need more staffers. Do you want to join us for yeah. the rest of the summer? Yeah. And I love to plan. <laughs> I am not the biggest risk taker. Everything um I do usually is pretty well thought out. I have some time. Yeah. And I was like, shoot, am I am I really about to say yes to this? Because yeah. everything in me was like well, there's a couple things that might stop me, but I would have to figure that out. So mm-hmm. we we decided to talk a little bit yep. later. And after talking things through and had some other things to kind of coordinate, um, I was like, you know what? Let me make some calls. Yeah. That call to the place I was working at, I was working at American Eagle and Airy here in Phoenix, Arizona. And I called my new store manager that I really had no relationship with because yep. she just started yep. like maybe two weeks before. And I explained the situation. The call lasted maybe three minutes. I explained that I was up there, what I was doing, that you offered me a job if I could take leave. Yep. And not even knowing if that was an option. And she said, yeah, absolutely. Just text me when you get back and we'll put you back on the schedule. Oh my gosh. And I was like, uh, that could not have been easier, genuinely. Yep. And I called my mom, talked some things through. I'm like, am I really about to do this? Really thought that she was going to say no. And she's like, you have to. Yeah. You got to do yeah. it. And I was like, okay, okay. Well, then that basically makes my decision for me. And it was a leap of faith in knowing that I would be pressing pause on the job search thing mm-hmm. in terms of long term, yep. but just trusting, okay, Lord, I there is probably never going to be another time where I'm able to do this in the fullest capacity. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say yes and completely trust that you got me. Yeah. And so stepping into that, came home for like the weekend because my brother just graduated, had his grad party, all the things, came right back up, flew out because my car was not going to make it up that mountain. And um, I remember being picked up from the airport and just like not really knowing anything, but just knowing that this experience was about to be super life changing. And I was super right about that. It was the coolest summer of my entire life. Wow. I could not have planned that. Um, it was funny. I know we joke about like, I kind of got the fullest experience because I started out as a programmer because that's what you needed. And then our sweet Callie broke both of her wrists mm-hmm. when she took <clears throat> a big fall. And so we needed a team lead, yeah. which was kind of the former position of a camp counselor, yep. just minus living with them for yep. the week. Mm-hmm. Um, and so stepped into that yep. um, and lived in a couple of different areas around camp, like just the coolest experience ever. Yeah. Um, and there's so many moments where even in just worshiping daily mm. and being in the word daily, just diving into Romans 8 constantly, yep. um, where I'm just like, Lord, this is so where you have me and I don't even know what's next, but you got me Mm -hmm. just, just affirmed over and over again. So after a few weeks of being a camp, this is where things get really fun. Um, I got a text as I was walking down from the chalet on a Monday morning 
as campers were arriving, Mm -hmm. got this text um, from a girl that I used to do student ministries with, and her brother works in the student services department at GCU. And she said, hey, um, I hear that there are some openings. Mm. My brother just told me, text him now. And so I see it. I had, we're not supposed to have phones out while we're with campers. So I'm like, shoot, got to text really quick and I'll check yep. in later, I guess. And so texted him. Um, I sent in my application within a 15 minute window that we had as yeah. a break during the day and came back at like probably 1 a.m. after cabin checks. Yep. And I had an interview for the next morning. Let's go. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is the quickest turnaround of my life. Yeah. Um, okay. Here we go. Yep. Um, I remember talking to you about that. I'm like, hey, you need to step out. <laughs> um, and you were super cool about it. You're like, wow, that's sick. Yeah. Um, and then within a week, I got a job offer. Yeah. And I had a second interview. All I had was camp clothes. So I had to borrow a blouse from like oh, no Michaela way. because I couldn't do a Zoom interview with like literally t-shirts. Yeah. I was like, I have to look a little presentable. Camp vibe is a little different from like professional vibe. So. It was just awesome. And um, the coolest thing that, um, which is so funny too, the manager that hired me, I ended up getting switched last minute right before I finished my training and hitting the floor. Mm. And, um, but he's super cool. And he was telling me, you know, that in my second interview where I met him, he had emailed HR even before the interview was over. And it was the most perfect timing, not Mm. even to mention. So in this whole interview process, I'd gone through this before and I knew that the start date was going to be the biggest kicker. Yeah. Had also booked a choreography gig, just trusting that the Lord would provide and allowing me to do this gig for like a kid's camp for a week, um, which is kind of what we talked about me leaving early for just a week early. And um, so I get on this first interview call and. Um, she tells me about this start date, which this was early July. So um, it was like a mid-July that mm-hmm. I would, they were asking me to start. And I said, I am at this summer camp right now. And um, this is really where the Lord has me yeah. for this season. Is there any way, not telling her when I'm coming back, is there any way that there's an alternative start date that would work for you guys? And I'm like, this is make or break it. And she goes, how the next start date would be August 8th. How does that sound? And I look at my calendar and it is the very next Monday yep. after I get back, do the choreography gig and would start. Wow. And I told her over the phone, I was like, that could not be more perfect. Yep. If that works, that's perfect. Yep. And she's like, well, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you. As soon as I get on that second interview, he goes, so August 8th, huh? Yeah. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh. Wow. Incredible. Total godsend. Yeah. So Praise God. all of that and even just getting the news that I got mm-hmm. the job, um, people were praying over me in just mm-hmm. this position. And um, we all celebrated together. Yep. And man, just like tears of joy all around. Yeah. And the Lord's faithfulness was just so completely evident. Um, but also just the biggest blessing that I could be so present and just knowing that the Lord perfectly placed me Mm. where I was for that season and that that was his intention and design Um, and just pouring into campers and Mm. and loving on them and creating friendships with other staffers that will last a lifetime absolutely it couldn't have been better Um, which is just I, I couldn't have planned that I couldn't have done any of that. Yeah. Like it was completely the Lord and just, yeah. Caitlin, you've prayed for this and I'm blessing you and mm-hmm. I'm faithful and you've yeah. got to trust me. Yeah. And when, you know, just keeping 
in line with him and um, just one foot in front of the other, he yeah. will continue to just, things will always make sense and it yeah. won't be in our timing always, but um, he blesses us so richly. And yeah. now like the, the training group that I even had, we're all like best friends. Yeah. I can't even imagine being in a different training group. Mm. Like I, it's the most perfect thing that could have ever happened. So, yeah. and there are hard days, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Like it's obviously still a job and there's, you know, some tough parts, but totally. man, the Lord is good and he knows what we need when we need it. And yep. he knows the people that we need when yep. we need it. And it couldn't have been better. Yeah. Well, wow. First of all, thanks yeah. for sharing all that. Cause like, I, I, I think back to that, that first week of camp and you know, there was these little moments and we were we were scrounging for staffers, you know, coming off of a pandemic year. Yeah. Um, so many people were just up in the air about what they wanted to do, what they could do. And right. so um, they got to put together like an incredible team, but we were a few short. Yep. And uh, so I kind of posed the question to you and like just it was so cool to see throughout the week um, how you were like leading your students, how I remember like on that Thursday you were speaking, um, we do a a leader's lunch on Thursday with all the mm-hmm. youth pastors and um, I mirror some stuff that you had shared for that. And, and there was like a genuine excitement about like, if this works out and Caitlin's on the team, like this is going to be a huge win for everybody. Mm. And, um, and I think this is what's interesting. And I, I'm just kind of processing, processing this as you were talking, but for the most part, I mean, you were, I, th- I think the oldest on the team. Yeah, one of them. The one yeah. of the one of the oldest, but I would say, if not the oldest, probably the most um, adult. We'll go with that word. Yeah. Uh, having like just graduated college yeah. and like you're like you know, big girl job shopping. You yep. know. Yep. And uh, and not that any of the others weren't, but I mean like you you having graduated college, put it like you said, putting that job search on pause to come mm-hmm. commit to a much lower amount of money um just to serve and to like clean dishes and um play rec games and get muddy and you know i mean it was in in live in some like you know crazy conditions with some wild roommates you know um i i just think one how special that the lord gave you that time absolutely um like even i think this is just so fitting that we're here for a recruiting trip and uh, this almost feels like uh, we're doing like a promotional like podcast episode, which maybe we are. But even today, while we were meeting students at GCU, a couple of times, either Brittany or myself said, uh, you, you don't want to miss this opportunity. Like you're about to step into this and working at a camp could be a huge moment yep. um, for you. And I, I just I just think about like what you just stepped into and helping these young adults step out of childhood really Mm -hmm. and into making some really big decisions for their future and you having the summer that you had Mm -hmm. um, where you got to kind of put a a little bit of a pause on like you know maybe uh, adulting right um and just really getting to step into a space that you get to pour out like day after day after day i think and i mean correct me if i'm wrong but you probably learned a lot um, just in like your dependency upon the Lord, like spiritual disciplines, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, what community looks like. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine like all of that would be helpful to anyone, but especially someone 
that's really about to dig into like a career or something yeah. like that because you're, you're not gonna get that opportunity again you know no. you can't call up the you know your manager at gc and be like hey i'm gonna take a leave no, that you know? would not fly now. no that would not fly <laughs> Um, and just what a uh, an awesome opportunity, and for someone that's in like in a in a role like mine, to have a staffer like you, which contributed so much, mm-hmm. but then to sit here and like hear about how God used that to shape you um, as a follower of Jesus, but also as a as a helper, I think is massive, and yeah. I think that's why camp is so special. And I and I I'm blessed to be a part of a team and work, um, you know, for the people I get to work for. Who have said many a times that our passion, you know, at Campondo is is just as much for our staffers as it is for our kids. Totally. Like you cannot put on and provide a great camp experience if you don't have solid staffers. Yeah. Um, and I I don't think that you can pour out the way that we do over the course of a summer without it impacting your life. Oh, completely. Um, hey, thank you so much for listening to the Pondo podcast. Camp Pondo exists to create a unique space to encounter Jesus. It's because of our generous donors that we're able to provide an all-inclusive, Christ-centered program for students. For more information on the Big Red Chair Club, head over to pondo.org. Thank you so much. And so, let me ask you this, because like you know, you came right out of camp. I mean, literally, like right out of camp and started like this job. Yeah. What was that transition like, going from, you know, Monday through Friday camps? Uh, you know, all the stuff that we did, the yeah. craziness of it, the energy, you know, that you, um, the, 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 uh, what's the word, like stamina that you build over the course of nine weeks with that. Totally. Um, then to jump into, you know, a, a desk job at a college helping people make these, you know, big decisions. Talk about that transition. I'm just curious. Like, yeah. what, what was that like? Yeah. Um, you know, it's so funny kind of being like seven months into this job now Mm -hmm. um, and knowing infinitely more than I knew even then, just like random things. Um, But man, the transition was a lot of things. Um, Mm -hmm. It was partly emotional um, just because I had the literally the best summer ever. Mm -hmm. Um, And so part part of that was kind of grieving like you know this was so awesome Mm. and like now that's done and it Mm. it wasn't like the hope of oh i will get to do that next year it was like that that was it it, you know so i think part of it was just rejoicing in that fact but also just like man i i wish i would be able to do that again Mm. um also just drastically different the amount of energy that is required for a camp week um is very different than the energy that is required for a work week of my kind of job yes um it just takes it's almost like exercising different muscles Mm, if that makes sense of course um because i was i had strengthened like camp muscles really well Mm -hmm. and was in a groove of things and just like literally up and running around with kids all day long um and you know making food for them you know or snack shop or you know rock room and climbing with them or you know just like the physical energy was a lot also emotional um and then stepping into just like learning so much information about everything that i need to know for my role was like mentally exhausting um 
I I knew though stepping into that that the learning curve would it was going to be extremely steep yeah and that it was going to take a lot mentally just mm. to retain the information that I was learning um but I feel like the best way I can describe it is um it was it was really good mm. and very fruitful yeah um but exhausting in a lot of ways just because solely I was really kind of exercising new muscles. Yep. Um, the thing that I feel like has stayed the same um, that I wanted to mention too, we talked a lot over the summer about stewarding yeah. and the mentality and perspective I, of I get to. Yep. Not that I have to, but I, I get to. Yeah. And I think having that implemented to even just some of the, you know, maybe not so fun parts of a day, like, for instance, you know, bussing tables, not always the yeah. most, you know, eventful, but like having this mindset of how can I steward this? How can I make this fun? Yes. I get to do this yes. um, yeah. was super transferable into my job because there's so a lot cool. of hard days, yeah. mostly talking with students. But there are sometimes I talk with parents, too, and mm -hmm. sometimes they're not the nicest. Um, unfortunately, yep. sometimes students aren't the nicest for the most part. Really, everybody is. But, mm -hmm. you know, it also yeah. part of customer of service. Of course. Um, and so there are some really difficult things, but just keeping that perspective um, was one of probably the coolest things I feel like I inherited mm. and that was really instilled mm. into our staff over yeah. this summer um, that I feel like I am reminded of yep. day in and day out. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that uh, means so much because that was something that I, I felt was just pressed on our staff. Um, yeah the the weight of what we get to do and even the weight of what you are doing now i mean coming alongside someone in in the process of them like going through college and making these massive life decisions yep. i mean and, and let's just be real for a minute you've got kids coming out of like traumatic situations yep. spending a lot of money mm -hmm. and at 18 trying to make a decision that like what they're going to do for the rest of their life coming straight out of these like situations um, it's a lot to be a guide in that like holy cow mm -hmm. what an opportunity yep. and if we don't steward that well or if we make that about ourselves or if yeah. we make that about like you know what we know and like what we think is best like there's a solid chance that we could lead someone astray Absolutely. and the same for camp and I think that's what was so and just to give context like I mean summer 2021 that was my first summer in the program director role so we yeah. were all learning yeah um, you guys were learning how to deal with me while i was <laughs> learning you know but i think that's one thing that we had um locked into our approach together yeah was one whatever comes and however chaotic cody makes it like <laughs> we're gonna steward this well yeah and i saw that all over you guys and mm -hmm. it was so special um and I, this is something that we're, we're wrestling with at camp and, and maybe you can speak to it. And I think it fits this conversation is, you know, staffers come out of a, um, an opportunity like working at a summer staff or working in a winter camp. Yep. And I mean, that's huge. And it's this like life changing experience and it requires so much. And I think you, you gain so much, you, mm -hmm. you walk away with so much, but then that's why I asked you about the transition because then to step back into life, like normal life yeah. or whatever normal is now. Right. Um, after an opportunity like that, mm -hmm. it, it's challenging. And, and we and we found that a lot of staffers, you know, after um, summer 2021, you know, they would they would text us and be like, oh, I just wish I was back at Pondo or oh, I just wish I was like this. Um, 
and I, I totally get it. I'm not like, it doesn't upset me or anything like that. Right. But I think one of the things we talked a lot about over the course of the summer was dependency. And like, we want to be people who grow in our dependency upon the Lord yeah. so that we're not necessarily like, um, controlled by our circumstances. Like yeah. they impact us obviously, but we're yeah. not controlled by them. So going from, uh, school to, you know, a lot of the stuff that you were going through, um, working at Pondo, mm-hmm. jumping into this job, mm-hmm. how have you grown in your dependency upon the Lord? Yeah, what a wonderful question. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it became very quickly aware to me of how much I would need to be dependent on the Lord. Yeah during summer camp um because you are just exhausted and Mm. you run out of your own energy so quickly way quicker than i kind of thought i would it's basically by monday night oh my gosh of the (laughs) first week yeah yeah you're like oh okay yeah game over um and so yeah very quickly became aware like okay my energy has to come from the lord i cannot get it anywhere else um especially when there are weeks that kids are challenging Mm -hmm. and you know that they are not always the sweetest you know and they come all from all kinds of backgrounds too so i i would say that was a huge thing Mm -hmm. just like what you're talking about of what i learned over the summer transitioning into a role like mine it's true the the students have a lot on their minds um it can be extremely overwhelming especially a lot of these students now so i I primarily have um between like freshman and sophomore students um have some junior seniors but for the most part i have a lot of incoming Mm -hmm. um and so this year there's been a lot of conversations that i've had with students that have really struggled you know talk about they finished out high school in a lot of a blending learning environment number one and then they're thrown into this atmosphere and it's completely different from a lot of what they've known and they are having to make new friends they're choosing what they want to do for the rest of their life it's so completely overwhelming um in so many ways and just learning how to be by themselves like that in of itself is overwhelming and then you throw all these other things on and so i've had a lot of conversations a lot of students that have come in crying and overwhelmed um emotional and you know pausing and thank god i work at a university that supports us praying over students i've had so many moments where i've been able to pray over them yeah over the phone in person like i'll come around my desk and like sit with them and pray with them um when moments like that are overwhelming Mm. um and we are kind of the first person that they end up kind of contacting for things like that and even though it's a christian university not all of them know the lord and so what a wonderful witnessing opportunity you know that really could change the entire trajectory of their life Um, And so something knowing at least in my heart as I go through my day to day now, not knowing what kind of situations I'm going to encounter, a lot of things you just kind of stumble into Mm. um, and knowing that I have to be dependent on the Lord and I have to be in the word because I will not function if I'm not Mm. and I don't function well when I am not Mm. Um, and quickly realizing that is, you know, just as truth um and then encouraging my students in a way of you know like hey we don't need to know the answers right now and that's okay yeah. let's go before the lord wow. and 
we don't need to make any mm-hmm. decisions. Let's yep. come back and talk about it. You you spend some time with him, research some, you know, like let's talk about what you're passionate about, yeah. you know, just all kinds of things. There's a lot of familial expectations mm-hmm. um, of what they should do versus what, you know, students want to do. Yep. Um, so all kinds of situations, right? Uh, yeah. Financial burdens, all the things. Yeah. Um, so being able to have an outlet to really practically work with them Mm. um and kind of help narrow down and let them also take ownership in it you know i can't tell them what they want to do for the rest of their lives Mm -hmm. but helping them navigate what they do and having peace knowing that the lord is in control and that he will direct their steps um i can't do that that you know my role is really awesome but i can't do that that's only something that god can do um and so i think that's a really unique thing about um about both roles of being at camp pondo and and that dependency piece knowing that i'm also dependent when i'm you know working day to day and encouraging my my other co-workers in that you know and um and then also just bringing that to light with my students i have seen it be extremely encouraging Mm. and most like I haven't ever had a student say no to prayer, which yeah. has been really incredible too. Wow. And who knows where they're at in their faith? For sure. Um, some are a lot more explicit mm. with it than others. Yep. Um, but I knowing that someone is in your corner, mm. cheering for you, mm. there for you, wanting to process with you is usually enough. Yeah. Um, it's what we all mm. want. Yeah. 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 So good. And as you're talking, I'm just I'm just reminded of something that I, over the course of the summer we prayed so often was, um, well, well, back up one step is the fact that what you just described I think is just um, a, a beautiful discipline of letting go of my agenda and yep. like my pride and my ego because every time a student comes in overwhelmed and. Um, you know, just like under the weight of all these decisions. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how quick would it be, or how easy would it be for Caitlin to, to swoop in and here, here, you know, save like, the day. you know, yeah, save no. the day. Um, and I remember like over the course of the summer, we we talked about that a lot mm-hmm. of like, we've got to set our agendas aside, we've got to yep. set our kingdoms aside. Like Ryan, um, our, one of our worship leaders at, at Ponda talks about this all the time. And we said, hey, like God, we just want to step into like what you're up to. Yeah. And so I think as we talked about dependency, really what that came down to was like, God, give us the awareness and the eyes to see what you're up to. Yeah. And then like, we just want to jump in and be a part of that. Totally. And I feel like with what you're doing, I feel like with what you got to do at Pondo and you know, what our Pondo staff is, is continuing on to do. And as we're here at GCU trying to recruit mm-hmm. um, students to come be a part of our summer staff, like that's really like, what we want to see like we want to see people surrender these moments to make it about themselves Mm -hmm. and selfishness and their ego and their pride and man let's like steward well these opportunities to empathize with people to um, sit with people in their pain and their overwhelmness and their stress and the chaos of life but at the end of it, point them to Jesus, point yeah. them to a faithful father. Yes. And, uh, and how cool that you are still getting to do that. And so if yeah. there's any like kind of point to this podcast episode is, um, 
no matter where you are, no mm-hmm. matter what your position is, no matter if you work at a church, a college, McDonald's, yep. uh, you know, like a local coffee shop, whatever, um, growing in dependency upon the Lord, I, I think ultimately leads to an awareness of opportunities and moments um, to, yeah, lead people to Him. Yeah. And would we be people who uh, would be so dependent that we're willing to let go of like, our dreams and our passions and our agendas because we know and trust that what he has is good for us and for others. That's hard to do sometimes. Yeah, it's very hard. So something I was reminded of even as you're talking is um, you, you mentioned a lot of times over summer that we often pray for opportunities to come to us. Um, But that perspective change of they are already in front Mm, of you. Totally. You just have to be aware and look up and, you know, ask for the Holy Spirit to really reveal that. Yeah. Um, Because they're already completely around us. Yeah. No matter where you work. Totally. No matter if you're even a student in college and, you know, you're going about your day, people in your classes, or, you know, if if you're a high school student still and, you Mm. know, and you're in classes or if you're a teacher or if Mm. you, you know, do work in a coffee shop, like there are, opportunities around Mm. us constantly and people are dying to know truth and to be known and feel a love Mm. that we seek for in a lot of other outlets that are just not what's God's best for us and so the moment that we're able to really become aware of those Mm. opportunities we're caught we're living out our purpose it doesn't matter the job title it doesn't Mm. matter the pay wage it doesn't matter where you live um or where you come from Mm -hmm. like that is our mission that is our calling and that can be done at any place any time just being aware of when those opportunities are there right in front of you yeah so good so good yeah well Caitlin's just gonna take my job. <laughs> no, Cody, <laughs> no, you're so, awesome. I'm <laughs> so grateful so for you. Yeah, well, grateful for you, and um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an honor to be back here or not back here. That my this is my first time at GCU wow. here and yeah. now here in Phoenix, and yeah, it's nice to be here in uh, March when it's not a billion degrees. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, yep. but um, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool to have you on the Pondo podcast, and uh, yeah, this is just a cool resource um, for us. It just gives us a chance to connect with people um, that have been impacted by God's work here at Pondo yeah. and um, share stories with you guys. And yeah. um, and hopefully at the end of the day, we're just making um, more of Jesus and yeah. um, and just trusting and believing that, uh, yeah, he, he's doing so much with um, us broken people and, yeah. uh, and how cool it is that we get to be a part um, of his work, whether it's at GCU Pondo or wherever. Yeah, so awesome. Well, cool. Well, Kayla, thanks so much. Yeah. Um, glad Thank to have you. you. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Right. Sounds good. See you guys. Bye.